Now it's come back to Barry. And now Heskey gets up and Terry's behind him. And there's a chance for the first goal. And it's there. It's Michael Owen yet again for England. Goodness me, what a start. Seven minutes. Welcome to languagecaster.com. My name's Damon and I'm back in a hot and sweaty Japan. And the intro to this week's show was, of course, Michael Owen's first goal in a 3-0 victory for England against Russia. Is he back to his best? He's certainly looking sharp. I wonder how sharp Damien's feeling after his move from Ireland to Spain. Yes, hello, my name's Damien and yes, I am in Spain. I'm in Malaga in the south of Spain. Unfortunately, it's not living up to its name of the Costa del Sol because the sun has disappeared for the four days I've been here. We've had thunderstorms, lightning and rain, lots of rain. Now, what have we got on the show today, Damon? Well, last week was International Week and this week is also International Week and we'll be focusing on the Women's World Cup. Yes, the Women's World Cup kicked off last week. We'll also be doing our regular look at the news in the football world with the good, the bad, the ugly. I wonder what's going to come up there. And of course, predictions at the end of the show and English for football and a new Vox Pops. Let's get on with the show. Damien, why don't you kick off with your good, the bad, the ugly? So my good, the bad, the ugly this week is focusing on the international matches that were played over the last week. Um, and I'm going to start off with the good. And of course, it was very good for Scotland. They had two very good wins, including England? a fantastic 1-0 away win in France. Well done to England. the Scots. Now for bad, unfortunately, it's uh, very bad for Ireland as they only picked up one point from six points from the two matches away. And uh, they didn't play very well. And it was very bad for Steve Staunton indeed. Now, last week's show, we had uh, Brendan talking about the Republic of Ireland's chances. And uh, I caught up with him just after the game last night and ask him his opinion on Steve Staunton, the Irish manager. Well, I think Steve Staunton has been found out to be what he is, a naive and inexperienced coach. As I said last week, when he was appointed, he was appointed with Bobby Robson, who had the experience, and that was sold to the Irish public as a world-class management team. Quite clearly, there's no world-class management team. There's no thought structure behind what he's doing. He's just picking players out of position with no coherent plan. And it's showing on the pitch, being described uh, locally in the Irish media as a rinky-dink coach who's not fit to drive the train to Cork. And it's hard to disagree with that. And for my ugly, uh, I'm going to go to the Northern Ireland game. Um, two of their players, George McCartney of West Ham and Keith Gillespie of Sheffield United, were uh, punching each other on the plane as they uh, got on after the game yesterday. And of course, they lost two games as well. Very ugly indeed. Damon. I can't believe he didn't mention England. Of course, my good for this week is England's six points from the two games against Israel and Russia. Fantastic uh, result for them. Most people, myself included, were very nervous before these two games, but the team selection seemed to work. Uh, Michael Owen scoring three goals in those two games. 
the midfield working very well together, Barry and Gerard. Uh, wingers working very well, getting crosses into the box. And Heskey, of course, the scapegoat many a time, nodding down the balls, holding up the play, and uh, feeding Michael Owen what he loves best, balls to feet. Very good for them. And, of course, it's not all about big teams, uh, internationals and the Premier League. It's also important to remember some of the smaller teams, some of the teams struggling lower down in the division. So uh, my other good for this week is uh, a very small club, Leeds United in uh, the first division in England. That's the third level uh, division. Of course, they, uh, they've had five games. They've had five wins, but they're on zero points, still at the bottom of the league there, but very good for them. Of course, they were docked 15 points before the start of the season. Well done to them. And what about bad? Well, um, given their England display in the last two games, I think it's bad for uh, Frank Lampard, uh, Owen Hargreaves, and Rooney. I don't think they're going to get a look in. The public opinion in England seems to be uh, for keeping the same team for the rest of the qualifiers. Uh, let's see if McLaren can hold his nerve and uh, keep those three players out of the team. Um, also bad in uh, South America, Venezuela playing Panama. A brawl at the end of the game after Venezuela equalized with a controversial penalty. Kicks and punches all around, apparently. And my ugly this week? Well, over to the Women's World Cup, uh, which started last week, as we mentioned. And uh, Denmark accusing China indirectly of cheating. They found two cameramen the other side of a two-way mirror filming a training meeting. Of course, later on, uh, they played a game and Denmark lost to the host, China. Three goals to two. Could turn out to be ugly. As promised, here's a look at the Women's World Cup. As some of you may have noticed, the Women's World Cup kicked off last week in China's second city, Shanghai. 16 teams are taking part in four groups in 32 games over 20 days. And so far, after each team has played one game, 39 goals have been scored, averaging out at 4.8 goals a game. Surely a feast of action for the fans that have turned up in their thousands to cheer on their teams, even if it's been said that many of the fans have been bussed in by the Chinese authorities to make the stands look fuller than they perhaps would have been. But on the basis of what's happened so far, a ticket to see the women play will be money well spent. The tournament opened with most pundits' second favourites, Germany, demolishing Argentina 11-0. And in the same group, England and Japan played out a thrilling 2-2 draw, with Japan scoring an equaliser courtesy of an Ayamiyama free kick in the fourth minute of injury time. A lot of people felt there was no foul and it was, a, and it was cruel luck, really, after England had battled back from 1-0 down to lead after missing a host of chances. Another exciting end-to-end -end game saw uh, North Korea take on the favourites USA and nearly pull off a famous victory. The game ended 2-2 and all the games came in a 12-minute spell in the second half, with USA striker O'Reilly sparing Team USA any major blushes. And how about the host China? Well, they overcame European opposition in the form of the Danish team 3-2 in front of over 50,000 fans. 
who said the women's games are not popular. A late winner by substitute Song Xiaori, sorry for the pronunciation, sent the stadium into delirium and has put China in a great position to progress to the quarterfinal stages. As I mentioned, 16 teams are taking part, and besides those already mentioned, Sweden, Ghana, Brazil, Canada, Norway, Nigeria, Australia, and New Zealand are all taking part. FIFA president Sepp Blatter is in favor of expanding the number of participating countries, which is a welcome change from his usual request to reduce the size of shorts that women should wear. And with the increased media coverage this time, it's hard to see the tournament staying as a 16-team affair. Another affair that's been in the headlines is England striker Kelly Smith's goal celebrations where she kisses her boots. Apparently this hasn't impressed the German coach, England's next opponent, who favours giving out yellow cards for breaking the rules. Hmm. I wonder what the German coach would think of Australian hotshot Sarah Walsh who celebrated her goal by using a boot to make a telephone call. We can only guess. Keep your eyes out for a more traditional shirts-off approach, perhaps. Games to watch coming up. England versus Germany. England drew nil-nil with the Germans last time out, and there's always a rivalry between these two countries, even if it's chess. USA versus Sweden. The loser could potentially be going home, or at best, facing Germany in the quarterfinals. Brazil versus China should be a cracker, and Australia versus Norway has two physical sides looking to progress. Plenty to look forward to in the Women's World Cup 2007. And on that note, here's Damien with English for Football. Yaggity-yag, I don't talk back. Yaggity-yag, yaggity-yag. Yaggity-yag, yaggity-yag. Yaggity-yag, yaggity-yag. Yaggity-yag, yaggity-yag. Today's English for Football expression is, football is a funny old game. Now what this means is that football is unpredictable. We just don't know what's going to happen, or anything could happen in football. Now, funny has two meanings. First of all, it means something humorous or to make you laugh. The other meaning is that it's something is strange, and this is the meaning we use here. Football is a strange old game. Now, recently, uh, Malta and Turkey drew 2-2, and this is a very strange result, so we use the expression Football's a funny old game. And also, England, in their recently improved performances, have been applauded by the press, particularly Emil Heskey, the striker, and the coach, Stephen McLaren. Now, both of these people had suffered real criticism before, and now they're regarded as being the heroes or the saviours of the team. Football is a funny old game indeed. Yes, it is a funny old game, but nevertheless, it is just a game, Damien. You sound a little bit down there. Um, I hope you're not too upset about Ireland's performance last week. It's only a game. Come on, cheer up. 
Tell us about Vox Pops. Now, last week's Vox Pop, which is our weekly poll on footballing topics, uh, we asked which country will be European champions in 2008. And uh, the most popular choice was Spain, uh, with 29% of the vote, um, followed by Germany with 27%, and then Italy with 17 And in fourth place was France with 8%. Now, England only had 2% of the vote, so I wonder how Damon feels about that. Now, this week we're focusing on the Women's World Cup taking place in China. So, on this week's Vox Pop, we ask you which country will be world champions in the Women's World Cup this year. Go along to the site at www.languagecaster.com and there on the front page on the right-hand side you'll see Vox Pops. Uh, Choose one of the countries and maybe you can write one of the comments as well. I can't believe England only got 4% of the votes. Of course they're going to win Euro 2008. And I should know. I won the prediction battle again last week. Yes, last week we focused on the qualifiers for Euro 2008. We started with uh, Portugal against Poland and Damien went for a 2-0 Pol- uh, Portugal victory. Sorry, And I went for a draw, 1-1. It was in fact 2-2, but that's one point for me. And then a big game, Italy-France. Both of us thought that Italy would win. However, it was a 0-0 draw, a bad result for both of those teams. And uh, a game close to Damien's heart here, Slovakia against Ireland. Uh, Damien thought Ireland would win 2, I'm sorry, 1-0. And I thought Slovakia would win 2-1. In fact, it was a 2-2 draw with a late, late equaliser from Slovakia. But just putting that game into perspective, uh, Wales played Slovakia later on in the week and hammered them 5-2. So it really was a poor performance by Ireland. No points for either of us there. Then England against Israel. Of course, this was, another, this was an, a game that I was very interested in. Both of us thought England w- would win, and I thought it would be 3-0. It was 3-0, so that's three points for me there. Perfect score. One point uh, for Damien, so 4-3 to, 4-1 to me. Iceland against Spain. Iceland's a, one of those strange places to visit, isn't it? Um, uh, both of us thought Spain would win. In fact, it was a 1-1 draw. Uh, a poor result for Spain there, and no points for Damien and Damon. Uh, Holland-Bulgaria, I thought it would be a draw for a 1-1 draw. Uh, Damien thought it would be 2-0 to Holland, and it was 2-0. Perfect score for him. Well done. Neck and neck between us at four points each. Then we had England against Russia at the midweek game. I thought England would win 1-0. Damien was more optimistic. He thought it would be 2-0. It was 3-0. So one point each there. Still neck and neck, five points each. The Czech Republic against Ireland. I thought the Czechs would win. They did win, but only by one goal. I thought it would be 2-1. One point to me, so I take the lead there. Um, We finished off with a game in uh, Mexico. Santos against America. Um, Damien thought it would be a 2-2 draw. I thought Santos, with their good form, would win 2-0. They won 4-0. So that's another point for me. So uh, I win that battle by seven points to five. But that does still leave Damon in the lead, 26 points to my 25. How about this week? Damien. Right, on this week's predictions, we're going to uh, have a look at games from the Premier League, from La Liga in Spain, from Serie A in Italy, and of course from the Women's World Cup. 
Now, first one is the big game in England. It's uh, Tottenham-Arsenal, big North London derby. Um, Tottenham haven't beaten Arsenal for a long time. Uh, manager Martin Yol is under a lot of pressure. Um, I think we might win this one. I think we might win this one 2-1. Next up is Everton against Manchester United. Uh, and I'm going to go for a 1-0 home victory for Everton. Uh, moving to Spain, Sevilla and Huelva. This is an Andalusian derby game, but I think Sevilla will be far too strong for Huelva, and I think they'll win this one 2-0. Now in Italy, we've got Napoli and Sampdoria. Um, I'm going to go for a Sampdoria away win. I don't think Napoli are strong enough yet, and I think Sampdoria will win this one 1-0 away. Now in the Women's World Cup, England played Germany. Now Germany scored 11 times against Argentina in the opening game, where England only drew with uh, Japan, of course. So I'm going to go for a 3-0 victory for the Germans. Uh, talking of Argentina, they played Japan in that group. Uh, Damon asks, is it the group of death? Uh, I'm going to go for a Japanese victory, 3-0. Damon. Hmm, let me think. Um, Spurs against Arsenal, of course, a huge game in North London. I'm sorry, I've got to disagree with you, Damien. I think Arsenal are going to win this one and break your heart and a lot of uh, Spurs fans' hearts with a 2-1 away victory. Uh, Everton United, this should be a very, very tight game, I think. Uh, I'm not sure, but it looks like Ronaldo should be back and maybe Wayne Rooney on the bench, um, returning, of course, to his old club. But I still think with Everton's very solid form, that they're going to be tough to beat. I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw. In Spain, Sevilla against Huelva. Um, I think uh, Sevilla are just going to be too strong, as you said. They're going to win this one 3-0. Napoli against Sampdoria. I've got to disagree with you. Um, I don't think either of these teams are really playing that well. Um, and Napoli will be fired up uh, playing in front of their home team again in Serie uh, Home fans again in Serie A. It's going to be nil-nil, I think. And we're going to finish with those uh, two games in the World Cup for women. England against Germany. I'm going to go for England 2-1. You never know. Football's a funny old game. And Japan against Argentina. I'm going to tip Japan to come out 1-0 winners. Well, that's it from another show. Thank you for listening. And check us out at languagecasters.com. Leave your comments. And uh, why not download some of the worksheets and try our online quizzes? See you and enjoy the football. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Enjoy all the football. See you next week.